Welcome to the Resilient Mind Podcast, exploring how our thoughts and feelings influence our actions. I am Steve Nathanson, CEO and founder of Strive for More, professional coaching firm, and... I'm Andrew Mangoni, founder and CEO of Steel City Pack Leader. Together, we founded Pittsburgh Pet Care, where coaching and pet care meet. And this is our podcast. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Resilient Mind Podcast. Today, on our journey of discovery, we are going to talk about the implement of discovering our strengths. What are strengths and how do we use them? How do we identify them and why are they important? Hi, Steve. How are you doing? Good, Andrew. Good. Yourself? Doing doing well. It's a, it's a nice September morning. That fall <laughs> Christmas is back in the air. Yeah. Yeah, weather's changing. It's a great time to, to have actually this type of discussion as we uh, as we shift naturally, I think, during this time, and especially with what's going on now, too, where right? we've really learned how to perhaps adapt and leverage things that maybe weren't apparently strengths of ours, but have now become strengths of ours, which is going to be an interesting point I think we'll, we'll get into in, in kind of that nuance. Uh, so I think this is going to be a great discussion. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's going to be a fun time. So yeah. let's dive right into it. Yeah. So uh strengths what are they they are very similar to the uh, they can be in line with our values or they could be other skills that we have it's usually something we develop um and that could be a physical trait or a physical strength or a physical skill or it could be a mental skill or a, what a lot of people call is like soft skills like being a good listener or being empathetic or just being kind i mean a lot of people don't think of kindness as something that you develop, like mm. it's something that you are, or you're not, but it's just like anything else is if you want to be a kind person, find time to practice it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, it's a great point in there too, is things grow into strengths as you're noting, right? You work on them, you develop them. And that's what creates strengths is there's something that let's call maybe a talent, maybe sticking with the example you used about say physical strength, maybe I actually have more fast twitch muscle in my body than say somebody else does. That does give me just a little bit of an advantage when we're talking about say explosive power, explosive movements like a sprinter. But if someone works harder at say their start from the blocks, if we're talking about a hundred meter sprint, they work harder at that, they train their bodies more, they train their minds more, they're able to overcome, say, that quote-unquote natural gap there from the muscle fibers because you've developed and you've built that strength. So one of the keys in looking at our strengths is what human talents do I have? What am I naturally maybe predisposed to do? And then how do I leverage that to become something that I'm very good at that is a strength of mine, right? So we develop those over time. I think that's a great point that you started to bring out there. Right. And I think most people have, you know, some, some inkling of understanding what they um, strive at or what they already have, you know, higher skill levels in than, than other things. <clears throat> um, and, you know, sometimes there are natural strengths that you develop. And then sometimes there's something that you have to develop raw, like, you know, from the ground up where you right. had no previous 
want desire or practice and you're like i need to implement this into my life how do i do that and you find a way to day in and day out get that into the routine so that it becomes something that you're working on right yeah and, and importantly why strengths are such a major topic of discussion for say coaching for sports teams for organizations is these strengths that we have help us achieve the goals we're looking to make happen in in life right they help us get to where we want to go create success help us overcome obstacles and hurdles in our life and that's why it's so important to understand what those strengths are so we can play to them and it's also kind of important too because when we know that they're perhaps not being met it does cause misalignment with us of, you know, I really just don't enjoy being say in this position anymore because I never get to use this strength of creativity, right? I'm always maybe boxed and constrained instead of letting me freely create these amazing things that I can do because I'm not given that opportunity. So it's also a good way of understanding how things are not aligned perhaps in my life as well because we recognize this is a strength of ours it's not being played to and then we can actually put a game plan in action right of how do we start rectifying that situation uh and then if it's a an environmental one and it's maybe not completely in our control of whether it gets rectified what do we do in that case how do we maybe move on or shift right so a lot of great insight can come from knowing what those strengths are as well yeah absolutely you know there's there's definitely something to be said about once you are identifying what you're good at and you know where your passions lie that it becomes much easier to build towards something that you want yeah um, and that's kind of one of the reasons why we're going through this podcast is because a lot of people can kind of visualize what they want but it <clears throat> it takes a lot to to figure out how to get there and how to get going and how to stay motivated as you're mm. getting going. Mm -hmm. um, and when you are playing to your strengths, what happens is it keeps you motivated through the fact that usually your strengths allow you to be successful um, and success breeds more motivation. And, you know, it's all in turn in, in, in that, you know, whole holistic view of, um, your mind body working together in synergy towards what you want and that alignment and all that other stuff. Yeah. You know, and on that note, actually, Andrew, so we've talked a little bit about strengths, you and I over the past day or so, and I'd be curious, would you be willing to share some of the strengths that you have with our listeners that have helped you do that, create that alignment that you just mentioned? Sure. Um, well, I, uh, so when we were talking about yesterday, and we will we'll plug the the strength finder. We were talking about it, and I was pretty sure that I knew what what what, what my strengths were. Uh, but I took the test, and the test kind of confirmed that. Mm. Um, <clears throat> so my number one attribute is I'm a problem solver, um, which I could have told you because I definitely <laughs> am really good at that. Uh, one of the things about being a dog trainer is is like it is one of those things where you have a good idea of what you want to do, 
but you really, every situation is very unique and there's lots of little problems to solve in every situation. Um, because you have to find a easy balance between finding the client something that works for them, that they'll do, that also works for the dog, that can also be practiced and everyone's in line. Um, and sometimes it's a very easy fix, but just getting the client to agree that, yeah, I'll do that every day is the tough part. Um, the, the other strengths that I identified through that was I'm strategic, which definitely I like to plan things out. That's, that's no, um, no surprise to me. Um, I'm a developer, which, you know, there, there goes my creativity. And that's one of the things that I didn't like about, like you said, at my last job is I was the director of training and I, my job was basically to get everyone to do their job, their best, their can the best they could. Um, and I kept developing all these systems for growth and practice, but the ownership kind of just wanted to put into the manual and never practice it or actually motivate the people to do it. So that mm. was very discouraging. Um, you know, and so that was, was my, my development strength not being utilized to its fullest and it caused problems. Um, yeah, the last two I found, uh, were also kind of no surprise to me was empathy and mm. being a relator. Mm. Um, and both of those things, I, you know, empathy is one of my top two values. So it doesn't really surprise me that it's a strength of mine. Because mm -hmm. um, it's something I practice all the time. Because uh, of the simple, I love the, the quote from um, the seven habits of highly effective people, which is first seek to understand, then to be understood. Mm. Yeah, so it sounds like the... So the Strengths Finder 2.0 test is what we're we're talking about. Um, it's often referred to as Clifton's Strengths Finders, and the company Gallup, G A L L U P, is the company that orchestrates and delivers that assessment for folks. It really is a great tool because it measures, as we were talking about, human talents that, as we work on and develop over time, become our strengths, and that's what this assessment is really geared at measuring and what's great about the results that andrew's sharing is i definitely knowing him right here a lot of alignment with who he is and those strengths i can see those definitely as strengths of his and knowing the journey that he's undertaken i can also see right it's taking time to grow and develop those really into where he has them now and how they come into creating the fulfillment and alignment that he has in his life so i think there's a lot of key things that you shared and I'm, I'm really appreciative that you you shared that with our listeners today and with me yeah well what about you what are what are your strengths what 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 what, what drives you to be the best <laughs> you know so it's funny you say it that way because interestingly enough my top strength is achiever according to uh the strengths finder test that doesn't surprise me one bit right buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um and in that too my my second strength is, is learner. Uh, then I've got responsibility, focus, and competition. And these are my top five strengths that come out of the, the Finder test. And 
to your point, it's not necessarily a surprise for me either because I really do like to dive wholeheartedly into something that I'm doing and really give it 110%. And I love learning too because it helps us grow and continually adjust to the times we're finding, do right by our clients, do right by people, get better at our craft and truly become that, that expert, right? And I think you're, as you're hearing me talk, probably you're hearing that focus piece come out as well, right? Having that laser focus on it. And then the competition piece is really, for me, honestly, it's more of with myself. And then it's also driven by, I think, what I see other people do that motivates me to push myself to the next level. So for me, the competition comes out in how do I take myself to that next level that I want to be at? How do I get just a little bit faster, maybe a little bit stronger? How do I drive my company in a different lane that's making it more successful and allows me to really make that impact on people and organizations that's really at the heart of driving it. And with that too is the strong sense of responsibility. And that, no shocker, right? As a former FBI agent, I think uh, rightfully so belongs kind of in that, in that top five of really holding to, to your point, some of my values, integrity, candor, uh, even the empathy and compassion piece I feel comes in there because it's being responsible to do right by other people, right? That morality piece of it. So those are the top five things that came out of uh, the Strengths Finder test for, for me. And just for all of your listeners too, if you want to go and research it, it's StrengthsFinder 2.0. Again, it's delivered by, by Gallup. It is really a great tool to dive into what are the things that help me truly be successful and do they resonate with you? Does it make right. sense to you? Do others also, would they say the same thing about you? Right. Which is interesting because like I, looking back, I can see a few areas of my life that well before I had any idea of it was a strength of mine that people recognize leadership in me at a very young age. Mm -hmm. Like when I was working in the restaurant, like I was put in a leadership position like at 18 um, and trying to command the attention and respect of a bunch of older gentlemen who have been around a lot longer than you have um, was definitely interesting. I definitely learned a lot. And uh, I think that initial stepping up to something that I wasn't ready for was my first experience of like real, what it feels like to grow and achieve. And mm. it, it, it was, it was really uh, an interesting time in my life. Um, I was learning a lot and, you know, it, it was well before I even started to intentionally look at what I could do. You know, I'm still just developing and having growth being a symptom of life instead of something I'm actively seeking. Yeah. You know, it, what's interesting too in that scenario, and I think it's very true across the board, is when we're put in, say, that new position and that new opportunity, that new challenge, we typically rely back onto our strengths. We fall back subconsciously onto the strengths or the talents that we have to help us achieve this. Okay, this is something new in front of me. 
how do I do this? How do I even go about tackling this, this challenge? We rely naturally on our, on our strengths. Um, here's a great example is for me, another strength of mine is really, I think, making order or simplicity out of chaos. So literally just taking a ton of information and then making it very digestible and simple to understand, right? Really bringing that, that order and that simplicity to it. And so when I've undertaken kind of that process, and Andrew, we've talked about assessments a lot of creating my own assessment, my own, my own 360, I had to start with how the heck do you take all of this information, all this research, and then boil it down into something that is very digestible and tangible and then even measurable. And I see that a lot throughout my career, especially in my investigations as an FBI agent dealing with healthcare fraud uh, and lots of claims data, being able to make sense of that to present it, say, to a jury in a very simple chart of here's what we, what we saw. And I naturally rely upon that when I start to face something new is trying to bring that order right to that chaos. And I'm, I'm curious, do you find something similar in your life where you kind of naturally leverage strengths that you have when you face a new challenge? Yeah, all, all the time. I yeah. mean, <clears throat> my, uh, my whole life seems to be a challenge sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and it's, it's unique to me. I, I have family, but I don't have, um, like, uh, family that is like had huge aspirations for me right like they weren't like you should be a doctor or a lawyer or a corporate executive you know they were basically like do your best and you know try not to be bumming off me for the rest of your life like that that was the expectation <laughs> kind of put forward and uh you know my dad basically had one piece of advice for me and he said I don't care what you do just be responsible mm. and you know for life advice and what you were just saying of boiling things down is that's really good advice because um, one thing I can tell you is that taking responsibility for yourself gives you more power and freedom than anything else you can do mm. Because the more you take the responsibility, the, the more you take it away from other people's ability to control you. Um, because you're like, I, I, I'm responsible for this. This is my destiny. This is what I'm doing. I don't need your input. I don't need what you have to offer. Um, I'm going to do it my way. And so developing um, <clears throat> a sense of you need to do this for you is one of the strengths that I've always had to kind of pull from, even from a young age, which yeah. is, you know, I don't, I'm not sitting around waiting for the next person to extend out their hand. Like come with me is it's like, well, I need to really just do it or not do it. And at the end of the day, I only have myself to, you know, congratulate or blame. <laughs> yeah and you're really starting to dig into kind of a, the heart of this too is there's there are a lot of strengths that really do kind of serve us and that 
develop over time and you're, you're starting to get into it, your resilience, your grit, your determination, your self-confidence even, your, and your self-esteem too, right? How you view yourself and your abilities and, and what you're capable of, what you're, what you're worth, right? Those things are strengths of ours as well. Our ability of when they're questioned, when they're challenged, of knowing who we are, right? And that's to your kind of point is, what we're really doing here is we're in this discovery of who are we? And when we know who we are, then we can leverage that person to truly achieve the success we want in life. And these strengths are a major part of that because it allows us to more fruitfully plan out that path forward, know the steps we're going to take, know we're capable of making those steps. And what we once perhaps thought was impossible is now well within reach and in our grasp. And it can be possible. It is possible for us to bring about what we want, what we're seeking. Yeah. And you know, the, the thing that <clears throat> it, it never stops either, because here's the thing is I've been working on this for a long time now. So at the beginning, you know, I had some lofty goals and whatnot, mm. but I, I've accomplished those a while ago. And I actually got to a place where I'm like, I accomplished everything that I had thought that I would never accomplish. So where do you go once you have surpassed everything that you thought was possible? Then you really have to kind of start the process all over is yeah. I I, I'm going through discovery 2.0. It's yep. just like, that's who I was before I started growing. Who am I now that I've been working on my growth for a decade? Yeah, it, it, absolutely. Right. It's a cycle. We never stop growing and, and changing and shifting. And that's a phenomenal illustration of that point of, you know, we have these goals in life and, depending on where we are, we may think something's, ah, it's impossible. It's never going to happen. But when we start taking those steps and we change and we grow just a little bit more, it starts becoming within our reach. And what once, excuse me, what we thought was once impossible is now possible and in our reach. And that's the beauty of this journey is as we keep putting one step forward, we make things happen for us that set us up to have even greater success as we continue forward. And maybe now is actually a really good time of now that we know kind of the path forward and how, how we can continue to grow and shift is, well, how do we discover what those strengths are that are going to lead us down that path and allow us to continue to grow? So we've mentioned StrengthsFinder 2.0. I, I do really believe in this assessment. I think it's a great tool, but there's other ways of discovering your strengths as well. And we've actually talked about a couple things for each of us now that are not say within that test, like my ability to bring order from chaos, Andrew's responsibility, um, and always diving into what's going to help him the best, right? Being responsible for his own actions. And that is something we can answer literally just by saying, well, what am I good at? You know, what am I good at? Start there. And what answers do you have to that question? Is it compassion? Is it empathy? Is it uh, talking off the cusp? Is it working in Microsoft Excel? Is it drawing? You know, what is it that I'm good at to really help start exploring what are your, your strengths? What do you think about that, Andrew? 
Yeah, I, you know, <clears throat> even some smaller strengths that people may overlook, which is like being charismatic, mm. mm -hmm. you know, like somebody who just makes other people feel good. You know, that's, that's a strength that a lot of people have that may not look at it as a strength. Yeah. Right. They're just like, this is part of my personality. Right. Which, which is true, but yeah. you know, also a strength of yours. Like not everyone has that skill, you know, not every person walks into the room and everyone's like, Norm. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> well, it, you know, it's a great point, And it brings out another great question that can help us discover our strengths, which is what helps me be successful. And to that point is, you know what, maybe really being able to just light up that room, alleviate that stress and the tension that maybe is existing, that charismatic piece that you're just talking about. Maybe, right, if we ask ourselves, what are we good at, that doesn't naturally come to mind. But if we start asking ourselves, what helps me be successful, that can start unearthing those other things that we may not naturally consider, right, our strengths. Right. You know, what do people, how do people interact with me? Are people constantly asking to tell stories or asking me for advice? You know, that's, that's a good indicator. If they're asking for stories, you may be more inclined to be an entertainer um, or, you know, there's something about the way you talk that people like to listen. But if they're asking for advice, they may be seeking your wisdom over the way you tell a story. Right. You know, and maybe that's part of the strength is, is I'm very knowledgeable or yeah. I have a really good way of explaining things to people. Uh, I think my ability to speak in layman's with people is one of my biggest strengths. And mm. I, don't, I, I don't think that's one that's easily assessed. Um, I'm, so I'm, I'm laughing because you're reminding me of a, <laughs> you're reminding me of a story that I, that I want to share real quick. And I apologize for interrupting, but I, um, I remember very fondly when I was an FBI agent, I had a, a partner who one day after I was testifying said, you know, you've got to stop using these big words when you're on, on the stand to your point. That's actually something that I've had to grow into over time, um, coming from, you know, engineering or academic studies and, and just some of the background that I have is using easier to understand words or simpler words was part of my growth and my journey, like you said, to make things, to break it down, right? To create quote unquote, like layman's terms for it, which it plays into, I think my other strength that I've had to develop, right? Of creating simplicity from order. But I laugh because it's definitely something I've had to work on over time is to bring that simplicity to it, to stop complicating it, right, in, in my brain and, and having that come out in a way that is easily understood versus complicated. Which is funny because I... All right. So, so yeah, that, it's, it's interesting how you had to develop the strength of taking your speech from intellectual into layman's and I had to do the opposite naturally, right, right. you know, 
take what I was doing that I've always explained in layman's and learn how to up my vocabulary when I'm talking to colleagues of mine or, or people in the industry who are higher level intellectuals and they like to be very specific with their vocabulary mm, words. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, right. That's, that's very interesting there. Right. Is, is kind of the reverse is true learning to really play to the people that we're, we're working with, right. Or we're talking to. And actually I think that brings up a great point when we talk about strengths and actually leveraging them for the betterment of who we're interacting with, say like our team, right. And being from Pittsburgh, you know, I think one of the greatest examples we can talk about is the Steelers defense and football, maybe as a general, if we look at it from back in the past, right. It used to operate of, Hey, we've got this scheme. This is what we're doing, right. This is how we're playing. And we're going to force people to fit into it versus what the Steelers did and Dick LeBeau did with his defense, particularly when they got Troy Polamalu is they said, this kid is incredible, right? He is incredibly talented. He is so versatile and he can do so much. He has this innate strength and ability that we can actually build around and leverage his strength that then actually frees up other players to leverage their strengths, right? So it's that shift from instead of forcing people into a system, we're now building a system around the individual strengths of the players that we have. And that's what really led to the defense being so dominant and still now being so dominant. Uh, but I think that's a great example of how do you set up a team for success by using and leveraging the individual strengths of the people that you have on the team. Right. And I, I think in general, when you apply a process to something, there's a reason for that. But if you recognize that there are talents outside of that process, or if, you're, if you notice that your team works better outside of the process, then there is no reason not to add, adapt to that, right? Like if you, if you see something working better just because you haven't done it that way before, um, you know, you may want to take a, thing, a few things into consideration, like I don't want to build a system off of something that might not be here tomorrow. But if you know you have something for a while and you can run it for a good course, then yeah, you should be able to modify and say, I'm gonna to play to the strengths of this mm -hmm. um, and get a better result. Even though I know my process is strong, processes only take you so far. They're really designed to be a, um, a scaffolding to like help you identify and build like yeah. they shouldn't be you know everything you know what i mean yeah yeah i mean it's a great point so maybe throwing just one more quick sports analogy out there right it's it's saying okay we've got one hitter who is say 400 on hitting curveballs and then we've got one hitter who bats 100 at hitting the curveballs we don't want to force that 100 batter to hit the curveball, right? We want to put the person who has that strength and ability in that position to succeed. So you're, you're bringing out a great point of when we see something that maybe works better because it aligns with something that someone's truly great at or good at and has an ability to really knock it out of the park, we might as well go that route, right? Instead of fighting kind of that resistance and set ourselves up for success as a whole. So I think that's a wonderful point that you just brought out. Yeah, you know, and, you know, we go through the days time and time again, 
looking for what we could be doing better. And a lot of times we will see some quick results and, and not follow through or not take it for what it is, which is this is better. Just because somebody hasn't done it or this hasn't been done this way previously doesn't mean that you can't recognize, you know, a strength of somebody else's or yours and play to it. Right. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great point. And I think actually it may be a great point to, to maybe kind of end on too, is it's really up to us to be able to be open, open to opportunities, open to the possibilities right in front of us and allow that to guide us to where we want to go and knowing our strengths is a great way of actually making that happen for us. So when that opportunity or that door opens, knowing what we're good at, knowing what our strengths are, can help us take advantage of that opportunity. Let it lead us to where we want to go. And we talked about strengths finders and a couple of tools that can help us get to that, that place of, right, whether it's we're asking people that we know what our strengths are, where we're, we're looking through our experiences in life to see what our strengths are, whether we're leveraging strengths finder, there's great things that we can do to really understand who we are and then leverage those when those opportunities come, come knocking. Yeah. <laughs> right now I'm going to, you know, lend you some of my strength and help you get that squeaky toy off your dog. <laughs> I got this wonderful chipmunk right here now. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. Yeah. So, we hope that you really enjoyed today. I think strengths are a great, great subject that really help us understand the, the pathway to success for us in life and how to truly, when we're facing those questions of how do I get this done? How do I set my team up for success? They truly let us understand how to make that happen for us and really play a huge role in what my mission statement actually is in life because I know how I'm gonna leverage my strengths to achieve my purpose. Right. I always lever, leverage your strengths first. And then where, where you find yourself lacking strength, that's places where you can concentrate on development. Yeah. Um, and, you, and the other thing, too, is, is that you have to be practical in that. Like, there's not enough time in a day to be a high acceler of a jack of all trades. Right. There's a saying why there's a jack of all trades, master of none is because when you're a jack of all trades, you're not focused on getting to higher levels of performance right. in one aspect. Yeah. Um, in dog training, I always tell people, I was like, listen, you can't do it all. Like you, you cannot be the best at working with aggression and dog sports and fearful dogs and, you know, all the, the encompassing different services that people are looking for for dog care. Um, you should focus on what is either a high demand or, or, or something that you highly love um, or, you know, try to blend those two where it may work. Um, but you can always develop new skills, but always think about my strengths. I want to maximize those because I already have strength there. So right. it, uh, you should be able to maximize your potential with those attributes. Agreed. Well said. Thank you.
If you enjoyed this podcast, please show your support by subscribing. If you would like more information on coaching, look at striveformore.com to find Steve's business, or you can look for pet care options at pittsburghpetcare.com. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at contact at pittsburghpetcare.com. See you next time.